0: Home of the Zestius. Jesus Christ. Can you put it on silent? No, I don't know how any of these fucking analog shits work.
1: What is he doing? What is he doing, folks? Why would he shoot the ball?
0: Get work, and I can tell you, from what we've heard, I think we're going to have, have a very successful offseason when it comes it free agents. Welcome to the Nick's bait Podcast, home of your zestiest, funniest, dumbest takes in a blunt worth of time. We're three Nick's addicts here. Dougie Fresh, what's good?
1: Yo, this game reminded me of when I was a kid and my my synagogue would sell bulk packs of Knicks tickets and we'd go and the Knicks would win because we had Patrick Ewing and Tom Thibodeau was on the bench too and he's going to win coach of the year. So it was
0: a really special game for me today. This isn't a therapy session, okay? Gross. It's not?
2: No. D-Boy, please save us. You're, you're, the maps keep sucking, so I'm still at the lottery. Evan Mobley, bring the Twin Towers back to New York. Porzingis is a fraud. He's a fraud. Uh,
0: yes, yes, more yes. Final score, oh wait, it's me. I forget to introduce myself half the time. Monty, the sad Knicks fan. Final score, New York 110. And Portland 99. Walt suit was a mustard and Am I hungry? The Knicks were hungry and sauced on the Blazers.
2: (laughs) We're going to get into quick hits.
0: Quick hits.
2: The Knicks came up big against the Blazers this afternoon. Time to give out some flowers. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to Alfred Payton, who, in this week's sign of the apocalypse, dropped his second consecutive 20-point game leading the Knicks to victory. The Pablo Prigioni Once a Nick, Always a Nick Award goes to Ennis the Menace for being one of the only centers in the league who consistently owns Mitch and for gifting Clyde a Gucci watch when he left the organization. The Garden of Dreams off-Broadway breakout performance goes to the Longwood, Florida native, Anthony fernice He scored nine points in the first two minutes of the fourth quarter. The Penn Station methadone bronze syringe goes to the solitary mellow bucket that gave us that old feeling on a night where he went one for eight. And the sad stat of the game, Kevin Knox received his fourth straight DNP coach's decision and has not played more than 20 minutes in a game since January 13th. He is 21 years old.
1: A few days ago, a video emerged from Theo Pinson's Instagram story depicting Julius Randle devouring his post-game meal moments after boarding the flight out of Chicago. Yes, it gave me a chuckle. But it also gave me a new level of respect for Orange and Blue Julius, the hardest working man on the Knicks. He's a young father, a team leader, and apparently a Kobayashi-esque eater. I know all my young dads out there can relate. Keep devouring the glass, the opposing power forward, and that late night snack. You deserve it, big fella. Vote Julius Randle
0: NBA All-Star 2021. This day in Sadnik's history, February 6, 2015, Brooklyn, 92, New York, 88. The Nets' jerseys were sleeved and gray, one of those ironically ugly fashion statements. Typical fucking Brooklyn. Brooke Lopez put on a free trial masterclass in post-fakes, up-and-unders, and, and dipsy-doos. It came down to Jarrett Jack showing us up. But hey, they paid $36 million in luxury tax to go 38-44 and 44 and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Who's sad now, Brooklyn?
1: Some aggressive this once again from Peyton. We saw
0: that on Wednesday in Chicago.
2: Wow, they're the most better scoring team. The Knicks have to continue to work defensively. Here's Barrett driving on Cantor. Uncanny shot making by Barrett. Two-way player has been a buzzword for years. Casual Knicks fans enamored with Julius Randle's offensive prowess this year should really watch the disaster that is his defense. Kevin Knox's efforts on that end have him glued to the bench, whether he's shooting well or not. Reggie Bullock got 26 minutes tonight because he's a slightly above average defender and Tibbs has a hard-on for him. Having competent players on both ends of the floor allows you to truly build a competitive roster, not an 11-13 squad which lends the question, how many true two-way players do the Knicks have?
1: How many true two-way players do the Knicks not have? Five Knicks had seven plus rebounds, six Knicks were in double figures, and the Blazers, who are supposedly the class of the Western Conference, all eight Blazers not named Damian Lillard combined for a total of 70 points. It's time to give credit to Tom Thibodeau, who has so many players outperforming their expectations in areas where they would normally flounder.
0: Two-way players. Doug, of course, dances around the actual question to suck off Tom Thibodeau. What a coinkydink. We have one two-way player, R.J. Barrett. That's it, and he's under 21, which is a good sign, but not great. You know, Mitch plays his minimal role on offense, but fumbles the ball too much to be a two-way player. Julius Randle plays defense like there's no scheme and honestly plays offense that way too. Peyton and Bullock are theoretically defensive players and somewhat okay on offense, so... One two-way player. Well, it's actually possible that the Knicks, as a collective body, are getting
1: better and better on both sides of the floor. And I'm seeing it happen. Roles are being filled. Quickly, yeah, he looks like he could be a superstar, but he's still a rookie. Was he able to chip in 12 points in limited minutes and spell Peyton, who was having a good game? Yes, he was. So that's what's called team building, top to bottom, starters and bench.
2: Quickly never gets given a shot to ever guard any of the top point guards. So we have no idea if quickly is a liability on that side. We know absolutely the cap of Alfred Pay. Quickly was getting cooked by Simons in the fourth quarter.
1: Tibbs called the timeout. The next thing that happened was quickly knocked down a really long Damian Lillard esque three, created a steal on the other end, and created a fast break bucket for I think it was Bullock, and then immediately got pulled out of the game. So it's hard to read what Tibbs wants sometimes from these guys, but. I think the overall scheme and
0: plan is working a lot better than both of you give credit for. Well, if we're going to give Tibbs his props, we also have to give like questions to him. What's going on with the rotation?
2: He clearly has his rotation finalized at this point, from what I can tell. Knox is out. Frank is out. I completely
1: disagree that the rotation is set because adjustments were made today, okay? Rivers did not see the floor in the second half because he continues to play like trash. Tibbs makes adjustments, okay? It may not be that that Cinderella story of Frank Nilekina and and Kevin Knox overcoming all the odds of being shitty players and getting to play for some reason when they don't deserve it.
0: So we're doing this so that we can be a 500-level team and uh, showcase are late 20 year old wings like that's the long-term vision of the team the long-term vision is a defensive identity that wins games
1: and you figure the rest out as you go and it's as simple as that
0: all of this defense talk though julius randall is your number one player and does not play defense how is that accountability the switches are working The doubling
2: That's just not true They worked tonight the
1: The doubling on Damian Lillard worked beautifully In fact it worked a lot better than Portland trying to jack our style and double quickly That didn't work at all for them
2: it works because they didn't have anybody out there. Yeah, the Trailblazers have four of their best six players yo, out yo, right yo, now, yo, and yo. and I'm tired of the rosy colored glasses that you wear. Where sure. every Knicks victory, where something actually comes together and we look like an above average team, is indicative of a culture being built. You want to
1: talk about ro- you want to you want to talk about rosy colored glasses every year we come into the Watch out for the Blazers! Watch out for the Blazers! They just came in, couldn't break a hundred fucking points against
2: the Knicks. At Madison Square Garden. So let's get off their jock. Damian Lillard has hit more clutch shots than the Knicks have hit in the last 20 years in the last one.
0: Like this that. That. time for Runtalk. Runtalk presents. The Legend of Hoodie Mello On a foggy day in West Baltimore, some time ago, Carmelo Anthony entered into a cross-dimensional wormhole. This alternate dimension is the one in which Al Gore rightfully won the 2000 election and the McRib is available year-round. Mello stumbled upon a court, and a hooded figure was producing buckets at an astonishing rate. Mello said, "Hey yo, you trying to play one-on-one? The hooded figure turned around and said, it was an epic showdown, the likes of which has never been seen since a banana boat holiday excursion. Hoodie Mello won on a patented jab step, fall away jumper. Our Mello said, Yo, you want to play in the Olympics? I kind of want to chill, eat a McRib, and learn more about our climate crisis. Hoodie Mello said,
2: you We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait, and always remember. We are still paying Joachim Noah six and a half million dollars for the next two years.